Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Confusion and curse coming up in the cold world. Daddy ain't around, probably out committing felonies. My favorite rapper used to sing, check, check out my melody. I want to live good, so I sell for yep. Welcome to the G Steelio Sports Hour, where I barely call myself G Steelio and I barely talk about sports. It's your boy, the heartthrob, G.W. Gross, here with you, courtesy of NGSC Sports Radio and the Happy Hour Network. Um, this week, I actually got guests for y'all. It's not me rambling for 45 to 60 minutes about nothing. I actually got guests coming on with content. My first guest is um, Antoine Staley. Man, Antoine Staley's been on this show. I think Antoine's probably been on this show more than anybody else. Oh, how am I talking about? Joe Weidra has Antoine probably doubled over. But regardless of the fact, Antoine was one of my first people on this show. Always comes on, helps me out when I need it. Me and Antoine talked about the NBA. Um... We talked about NCAA football, a couple other things about Tom Brady, Deflategate, and why the ruling hasn't come out. And then the second half of the show, um, I told you guys, I only listened to a couple of podcasts. One of them is the EMA podcast, Excuse My Ad Lib. You can check out their work at emaradio.com. I got Big Therm, one of the three hosts of EMA Radio. We're going to be talking about some hip-hop shit. So uh, I'm actually excited about this show. Usually it's me talking about, you know, what what ailments I'm going through in life and whatnot, but we good right now. So uh, we're going to open it right now, my man, Twan Staley. I'm Raps MVP, and I ain't going nowhere so you can get to know me. Either the love of the underdogs on top, and I'm going to shine on me until my heart stops. Go ahead and envy me. I'm Raps MVP, and I ain't going nowhere so you can get to know me. From the beginning to the end. My man, Antoine Staley, writes for numerous publications. Used to go by the name of Black Red Sox fan, but then, you know, my, my, my man Antoine Staley grew up before our eyes, and now he's just Antoine Staley. How are you feeling today, Antoine? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Um, a couple of topics, just to throw around some stuff with you. It's been a while since you and me have been on air with each other, so I figured I'd throw around some topics at you. The first thing that actually bothers me, because I, I thought we were going to get news Saturday or Sunday over the weekend about about the, 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 Tom, the Tom Brady decision, and Roger Goodell announced that, you know, there is no timeline for the decision. But don't you think, well, like, with, 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 with teams now in camps and everything, like, it, it, it's almost punch time, and people have to know if Tom Brady is going to be there for the opening of the season. I mean, yeah, but he can do what he wants to. I mean, he's the commissioner, so <laughs> he doesn't have to give a time. To, he, I, it's a reason he's not giving a time to you, probably because uh, – He's gonna, it's going to be self-suspension, and he knows um, Tom Brady's going to appeal it and take it to court. And the less time he has to take it to court, you know, the better for him. So I really think that's what it really boils down to. So he doesn't have to do anything until he really wants it. And I think he's going to try to stretch it out as long as he can, which, quite frankly, he can, he can stretch it out as long as he wants to. 
when um when it comes to uh, Tom Brady deflating, after we saw the Greg Hardy um the Greg Hardy suspension go down for the ten to four games, and yeah. and, and he was being and he was being accused of like heinous stuff, but it wasn't football related. Like I, I, like how is Roger Goodell or the NFL anybody going to justify four games for deflating a ball is equal? To, to, to the four games that Greg Hardy gets for pretty much just beating up a woman, like like they're in the NFL offices, like aren't you there? Like there has to be a line drawn, and and I don't know from from the, from the outside looking in, I would think that Tom Brady just gets a fine if you're gonna get four games for beating up a woman. Well, it, it's different, you know. First of all, it's, uh, uh, Roger Goodell was the one in charge of suspension, so you have to take mm-hmm. that in mind. Like, yeah, I mean, he, I mean, as far as the appeal, excuse me. So you have, you know. So it's not he wasn't the one he was the one that gave out the ten games. He wasn't the one that overturned the suspension to four games. So you really have to keep yeah. that in mind. And two, and you know, it's completely it's apples and oranges. You know, yeah, you know, a lot of people try to compare, you know, the two, but it's completely different situations. And Hardy was, you know, the charges was ultimately dismissed, you know, whether you, you know, believe him or not, which it turns out to be true more than likely, even though he was found guilty at first. But, you know, it's you know, the NFL, you know, they kind of do what they want to. And, you know, that's something, you know, I bet you in the next couple of bargaining agreement that will be talked about. But, yeah, it's really talked, it's really apples and oranges. I don't think you can really compare the two because, like I say, Roger Goodell wasn't in charge of the field like he is the Tom Brady situation. All right. I, I, I'm not going to keep this with Brady and the Patriots because I know that's one of your least favorite topics to talk about. But, um, <laughs> um, not, for, not for nothing, this is the first time ever. And, and 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 I'm asking you because maybe you know why. This is the first time ever in my whole life of watching the NBA, being a fan of the NBA, that I've seen so much hype surrounding the NBA Summer League. Why is that this year? Because you have two um, big markets and the Knicks and the Lakers that that traditionally have been good recently. So so that's why. Uh, so I think I think a lot of um, buzz is around the Lakers and the fact that they didn't take. You know, Okafor, Jaleel Okafor, the second pick, and they took they took Russell, the uh, D'Angelo Russell, with the second pick instead. So I think you find a lot of people just you know getting trying to crit- either criticizing the pick or you know loving the pick, and they just want to kind of you know see how each one does and kind of compare it. It'll always be late to one another because the late a lot of people thought the Lakers should have took Okafor instead of Russell. And it's funny because it doesn't even matter if it's summer league or the real league. The Spurs still end up winning the whole thing, which I, I don't know what that says for the rest of the league, you know. But um, what, what, did you watch any of it? Like, and if you did, I want to know what, what were your impressions of Becky Hammond, um, and her career going forward as a head coach. Um, I, I'm gonna sound uh, unprofessional, kind of what I'm about to say, but no, I didn't. I didn't watch it, but I actually did. I I have a look thing for Becky Hammond though, like she's. She's kind of cute, though. But you know, to she be is, honest with is. you, not nah, nah, you know what? To be honest with you, I'm not because I, I really don't take much uh-huh. from it because you know half of those guys are going to be in Europe next year or Asia or somewhere, yeah. like playing overseas. They're not going to play. They're going to be in the league. So I don't know how much you can really take from it, to be honest with you. But you know, I I, I watched a little bit of the Spurs and the Heat, obviously, because people were talking about the Heat and uh, Justin Winslow pick. But other than that, no, I didn't. I didn't watch. I didn't catch too much of it. 
Yeah, I'm with you, though. I've always had a crush on Becky Hammond. Like, I've always just had that thing for her. She's like, over here in New York. I, I, like, like, I, 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 like I, I just root for her because she's Becky Hammond. I don't even know if she's a good coach or not. I have no idea. Uh, all I'm guessing is that if Popovich trusts her, then it, it, it has to be a lot more than a gimmick if Popovich has her on the coaching staff. Oh, that's yeah, the she, only oh, that's yeah, the reason why I have faith in her. Well, she's a point, she was a point guard and, you know, pretty good player in the WNBA and – yeah, I'm sure she knows. If, if she's on Popovich's that she definitely knows what she's doing. So I have no doubt about that. And, you know, evidently she did a good job in summer league. So that's a good start. And um, it's a good – it's a big thing for women in general. You know, even – like I say, even though she always – you know, it'd be guys that look at her looks and stuff like that. But at the same time, if the woman can coach then, you know, it'll be a place for her in the league. God, and, 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 you know, these women that, oh, yeah, you, you know how, like, female Twitter would just go crazy if she ever posted an NBA. Female Twitter is going crazy. Um, and I, I, I want to talk about your Lakers for a second. I haven't talked to you since, like, the draft or whatever. I, I was actually thrilled that the Lakers took D'Angelo Russell. I, 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 think he, I think he has the potential to be the best player in this draft, you know. Um, but it, what, what gets me is that everybody wants quick fixes. Like, like fan bases of every team that's down, they want quick fixes. And I understand for the Lakers fan base that, you know, they want their chance to get chips. Um, It's dumb in Boston who recognize that the two strongest franchises in the NBA. But I I keep telling Lakers fans, calm down. Because, like, you have have Joseph Randle, and for all they considered that this is his rookie year with Randle, you have Russell. Those are two really, really good pieces to start off with when it comes to rebuilding. But I I don't know how you feel about the Lakers and their position right now. They don't want to – fans don't want to rebuild. Like, you got to look at the Lakers in general. They've only missed the seven, the playoffs seven times in their history in two, the past two years. So, talking about mm-hmm. a fan base that's not really used to, you know, not being good, you know, and they're they're just finally, you know, kind of being humbled a bit. So, it's entitled very spoiled fan base. So, they, they want to be good again. They want something to cheer for again. I think the Lakers are doing it the right way. Yeah, they tr- a lot of people wanted them to go get uh, LaMarcus Aldridge and – some of the big names, but you know, it's not it's not a bad idea to build and get younger and you know have a nucleus, you know, around the team so you can have, so you can be good for the next few years. Yeah, I don't think people want to you know a lot of people talk about Kobe not about being the reason why people don't want to go there. The Lakers is not very good, so I think it's okay to just have a you know to be built to build the team the right way and you know even though the Lakers hadn't traditionally done that, I think in this day and age you kind of have to do that. Instead of you know spending money, especially with the salary, the way the salary cap and the collective bargaining agreement uh, is now, because the Lakers can't outspend everybody, because there's only so much you can spend yeah. on a uh, on a player, which I think I don't like it, but that's the that's the rules, you know, they agree to. And another thing, when it came to free agency this year, I, I felt like I felt like I was surrounded by like monkeys because like I I, I didn't see the hype. That went into this NBA free agency. I saw a lot of people putting too much stock into guys like like um, De- DeAndre Jordan and Lamarcus Aldridge. Like de- these guys are good players. They're, they're they're top twenty. You can make your argument top fifteen players in the league. But 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 I, I really don't see them as guys who are going to change your whole franchise around because you signed them to a, a max deal. Jordan, no. Um, I, I think he's a solid player, a good rebounder, shot blocker. Mm-hmm. But, you know, offensively, uh, you know, Aldridge, I think, is a very good player, very skilled. I just think that him being out in Portland, not a lot of people, you know, knew about him. And then when you did watch Portland games, it was more about Damian Lillard as opposed to Aldridge, who was kind of just, you know, being quiet, you know, and, you know, not really in the limelight. He never does commercials or anything like that. 
So it's kind of like a he's kind of like a poor man's Tim Duncan in that way. So to look at it like, you know, I think he's a very good player. I think he's, if it's well with the Spurs and he's going to do a good job, especially with Parker there and you know Kadar Leonard. You know, I don't know how much of a game changer he's going to be, but I, I do think the Spurs are kind of the favorites right now. He, I think Houston, you know, with them getting Ty Lawson, it's a big deal. You have somebody else uh, holding the ball other than James Harden all the time. And, you know, the, he, he can be a big X factor, especially running that um, offense they like to run because they like to run, you know, they don't like to slow down the basketball. They like to run, and that's something Ty Lawson has always done, even going back to his days in North Carolina. With everybody in the West that, like, pretty much positioning themselves, you figure OKC is going to be helping next year. Um, and, and it might be the final run for Westbrook and Durant to try to do it together. you got the Spurs re-upping. You've got Golden State re-upping. What, what did you think about the Houston Rockets when they made that trade for Ty Lawson? Does that put them, like, right there, or do you still have them a notch below? I still think they're, I think they're in the top three in the West. I, I do. Um, yeah. If you if you get if you get a healthy um, Dwight Howard, which I don't know, you know, if that's possible at this point, but if he can play, you know, maybe <laughs> sixty, seventy games and then play be healthy in the playoffs, and then you get Ty Lawson and James Harden with their roster, yeah, that's, I think that's a really good team. And then it's going to be tough in the West. You got the Clippers as well, Golden State. A lot of people are going to say Golden State is going to repeat. It's so hard to repeat nowadays, and I don't know if they're going to they're going to be able to do it. I just don't see them being a team that's you know, it's going to reel off, like, multiple titles in a row. But you, you never know. You never know. I think it's going to be very tough out there. In the way. And Memphis, you know, don't forget about Memphis either. If they're healthy, yeah. you know, yeah. especially getting Gasol back and Randall and Mike Conley, they're going to be right there too. They're one of the most physical teams in the league. So it's going to be another tough road in the West. That's it. It's just not fair that LeBron plays in the East and picks on everybody else. Um, I just looked it up. They said um, the Indiana Pacers are going to have these retro throwback jerseys. and They're going to wear the Hoosiers jerseys. You see yeah, that? the alternates, yeah. Yeah, they're going to have hey, alternates. pretty yeah. cool. That, that is, yeah, I uh, tweeted I that out this morning. I think that's very cool. Yeah, I mean, that, 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 that means I'll watch at least one Pacers game this year. You know, but whatever. <laughs> I, think <laughs> I think they're going to be jerseys. I, I think they're going to be back in the playoffs now. What seed, I don't know. But I think in the East, I think they're definitely going to be um, in the playoff mix. All right. Since I have you, and I know it's early, Twan, but you already saw I put out my, my college top 25. I'm pretty sure you put your college top 25 out before I did, right? No, like, no, nah, nah, I, I haven't. You didn't put yours out I've yet? Doing, uh, I've been doing team reviews. I hadn't really been doing That's the top 25 yet, but uh, – I'm I'm going to I, I'm you know I, I will at some point maybe in August um, late maybe a little bit late August because I don't know certain mm-hmm. quarterback it's a lot of competitions especially at Florida State you don't know how that quarterback yeah. situation is going to shake out even though I like clips in the winter conference as they were voted on by the media today but it's going to be it's going to be a very interesting college football season Ohio State is the clear favorite but again Florida State yeah. is the clear favorite last year so you never you never know especially with the 14 playoff now. You just, you just so much that adds to the unpredictability. If, if, if you're Ohio, who are you picking at quarterback? If you're, if you're Evan Meyer, I, um, I think I wouldn't pick Braxton Miller. I, I would pick honestly. I think JT Barrett is the best one out of all three. You know, so if Cardell, if Cardell wins the job, then that's fine. Like he's older than JT Barrett, so you can afford to wait on him. But I, I think Barrett is the best quarterback out of all three of them, to be completely honest with you. He brings 
a lot more to the table. Yeah, um, and I think Barry was the really the reason why they got as far as what they did. Yeah, Cardell Jones put them over the top, and actually was the the reason they well part of the reason they won the national championship last year. But I think JT Barrett is the best quarterback out of all uh, three of the guys. Yeah, I think JT Barrett is just a better passer. I think he's better at pocket awareness. That the, the only thing about Braxton Miller is that Braxton Miller fits the prototypical Urban Meyer offense. Like he he fits that build and he fits that that athletic um, supply that Urban Meyer loves. You know, so that that's the only thing. And, Bra- and Braxton Miller was put. Remember, like he was a Heisman favorite, but before he got hurt, like people were saying he's going to put up great numbers, and he probably would. You know, because he's in that system. Yeah. But I'm with you on Barrett. I I, I think Barrett just the better arm, better accuracy. I just think as a pure passer, I, I like J.T. Barrett. Um, so do it, I. It, it's funny, though. You, it, you, you talk about quarterbacks, and it seems like – it seems like I, mean, I know there's quarterbacks all over in college football, but surprisingly the talk of quarterbacks being in the Big Ten, and that hasn't really happened in recent years. It, it, you, you, got, you got the triple threat at quarterback at Ohio State we mentioned. We got Connor Cook at Michigan State. And you have the mystery of, of Christian Hackenberg, who, who, who hasn't played great at Penn State, but scouts still love him, and they still say he's a first-round first round grade, you know, as long as he's above average this year. Like, it's kind of crazy that the Big Ten has the quarterback people are talking about, right? Well, you, lo- you look at the quarterbacks you lost. Like, you know, you kind of lost the uh, incidents of quarterbacks, you know, whether they got drafted or, you know, they just kind of, you know, just faded away. Like, they, you know, exhausted their um, eligibility. You know, the SEC doesn't have a lot, you know, to be desired with quarterbacks right now. Uh, the ACC, you have uh, Watson, who in Clemson, who, who was predicted to be the uh, player of the year, but he's a sophomore, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I, I like him today. I mean, you don't have a lot. Yeah, I, I like him as well. I think he fits um, yeah. Clemson's program very well. But again, you don't have a lot after that. Brad Collier, possibly. But yeah, it's you know so many mysteries at the quarterback position. You see, like you know, the Big Ten has the most you know sound stable of quarterbacks and you know that just happens you know I think it's kind of coincidence but it's kind of the truth you know especially you know with Brad, like all like we talked about the Ohio State quarterbacks and you know Cook I think is going to be a first round pick but again you never know T- people seem to fall seem to fall you know from time to time in the NFL draft especially at, you know when they come back to soft, the senior year so you know you don't know but I, I definitely like you know the quarter the solid quarterbacks that they have in the Big Ten and yeah you know, Hackenberg is somebody in Penn State in general I'm looking forward to seeing because especially James Franklin in the second year. Because, like I say, he did a great uh-huh. job at Vanderbilt Builders right now. They're back to, you know, <laughs> yeah. being the doormat of the SEC. Um, I, I got two more quarterback-related questions um, in college football. And the first one is at USC. I, I think USC – I, I really – I really, you and me talked about this before a couple of days ago. We think Arizona State has a real legit chance to share. And I, I, I think USC can be one of the teams to, to, to try to contend with Arizona State and the Pac-12. But what do you think about Cody Kessler? Is he just, is he just another USC quarterback that can put up the great numbers in college and fall flat on his face in the pros? I think it's a, it's a critical year for USC. Um, they're they're expected. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are picking them to win the conference. Now, how how that is, I don't I, I don't know. You know, yeah, it's it's a tough. I think outside of the SEC, like that's the toughest you know conference by far. I mean, Kessler did throw thirty nine interceptions. I mean, thirty nine touchdowns and only five interceptions last year. Um, it's going to be up to the players really around them. Have, they have um, all their offensive line back. 
Um, like I say, it's going to be, you know, Darius Rogers. I'm looking forward to it, wide receiver. And the defense, you know, I'm, I'm honestly, I want to see how well, you know, they look this year. They get six uh, starters back on that side of the ball. So yeah, I think it's going to be, it's going to be ultimately uh, up to their defense. But I think Kessler's going to do a good job. He did a really good job last year, just really under the radar. But we're going to see how well he does, you know, especially with the attention. Because I think they, I think, yeah. Yeah, I, I think he's going to have a lot of attention. Oregon, I don't know how well they're going to do. Um, they have Vernon Adams Jr. possibly starting there at quarterback. I do like Arizona State. Arizona, I might, you know, is probably expected to take a little bit of a step back, but you know, they they're going to be there, especially with the Rich Rod offense and UCLA. You know, and we're forgetting about Stanford. Nobody even nobody even talks yeah. about nobody's even talking about Stanford and Kevin Hogan is back I, I, there. I have, a, I, have a, I have a feeling Stanford takes. I, I, I was looking at how many returning starters they had and stuff, and I, I, and I don't know that like they, they, you, you could tell last year that they, they, they kind of lost their punch a little bit, but they were still good. I think this year that they, they take a step back. I, I don't see them in the top twenty-five this year, you know. And and, and Arizona, I think, took a step back too, because Arizona was playing a lot of adrenaline last year, you know. And and and, and that, that that is the kind of coach that Rich Rod is. He loves he loves like getting his players hyped. It's hard to do two years in a row. With the roster he has, so Arizona and Stanford, I expect they can step back. But I do expect, like like you said, Arizona State. So I I really expect Arizona State to try to grab the ball by the horn this year. I like I, I think Stanford's it's going to be up to their defense when they're really good. Like their defense uh-huh. was really on. The only problem is they return only four starters on that side of the ball, so they're really going to have to be carried a little bit by Hogan and that you know obviously that running game there with Wright. And you know, you have, I believe Barry Sanders Jr. is still there as well. So yeah, they're gonna they're definitely <laughs> gonna have to yeah yeah they're definitely gonna have to be carried by that running game and um, Hogan as well. But it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting, you know, in that division. Right. I mean, in that conference and Washington. I think Washington is a team also to look out for as well. I'll tell you, I think this is the first time since I've known you that I, I am not picking South Carolina to do anything this year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think every year when you be talking about college football, like, oh, you know, you got left out for Steve Furrier. This year, I am totally – I mean, I'll still root for them because I still think they have the flyest jerseys in college football, especially when they wear that maroon and gray one. I think it's one of the flyest jerseys in college football. But I, I'm I'm just off the South Carolina bandwagon. Um, it, you, you, you and me, you and me are, are some of the few people that watch Matt games. I really like Bowling Green's chances this year. I, I don't know if you look too much into the Mac yet, um, in the preseason, but like I really like Bowling Green to come out of there this year. Um, I I have looked at they're 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 really the favorites, honestly. You look, you got balls, you know, you got Ball State, some of the other teams. Northern Illinois is always there. Illinois, so. yeah. I think, yep. I think I think Northern Illinois and probably Balls. I mean, not Balls, but Northern Illinois on Bowling Green are probably the two favorites there. To be honest with you, and I, you know, they they're built on different sides of the division. Ohio has always has been good ever since Frank Solis has been there. So you kind of have to um, add, include them as well. Toledo's look, you know, been solid. You know, those would be the only other teams I would probably would include there. But that talk about South Carolina, yeah, I mean, it, they're gonna finish probably fourth or fifth, depending on uh, what Florida does. Uh, I can, you know, I can't see. I don't think they're better than Georgia and Missouri and Tennessee. I think is a team on the rise. Um, they have a lot of talent there. Yeah, yeah, and they have a pretty, they pretty, pretty they, they have a pretty soft schedule um, with that, you know, other than Alabama there. So, yeah, I think they're going to be they're going to win eight or nine games, you know. But you know, Tennessee has some hurdles to get over. Especially they've lost five straight to Georgia. They've lost ten straight mm-hmm. to Florida. So they're going to have to um, if they're going to do anything, they have to exercise both of those demons. 
Yeah, that, and and we were talking about the Mac, and I've been following Butch Jones since Central Michigan. Uh, I, I I love the way he coaches. You know, he's very intense. I did it. He's very strict too. Uh, I, I've been rooting for Butch Jones. I was happy he got the Cincinnati job. Happier for me he got the Tennessee job. You mentioned Georgia, and, and I wanted to touch on what you were talking about earlier. It seems to me Georgia, Oklahoma, and you could even throw Clemson in there. They're always a team that people say could finish top ten. You know that you you got to watch them for their conference, and they fall flat on their face year after year. Like, isn't it time to, to start coaching? Not to start questioning the head coaches of all these of all these universities. Clemson, Clemson's won ten games. I think each of the last four years. So I think I mean the thing about Clemson is they drop a game they shouldn't have. They should. But they still yep. continue to win eight, nine or ten games. So I think Devil swinging is fine, and I think you know it, we'll see this year. But I, I think that program is fine. The other two, Georgia and Oklahoma, especially in particular Oklahoma, Bob Stoops. It's, it's a critical year. He's he's changed coordinators so much in the past few years, whether it be defensive yeah. coordinator, bring his brother back, and now he has a new offensive coordinator, uh, Lincoln Riley from East Carolina. So. There's it, only so much personnel you can do, so it, it's a critical year. I think I think they're going to be better than what people think. You know, I don't. I think they can win maybe nine games, but again, we have to. I have to see what their quarterback situations look like. We're going to be, you know, you know, you got you got Baker Mayfield there, uh, who a lot of people like. Trevor Knight, you know, he was very inconsistent last year, so I, I don't know. You know, it's going to be up to the quarterback situation, but. I, I clearly, Baylor and TCU, you know, have an order you have them or one and two slates to start out with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and 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 Mark Rick, I don't understand how Georgia doesn't fire him. I, I don't understand it. It, it seems like for the past five years he's recruited, he's recruited so well, and then they have garbage on the field when they, when they really need him to come up. So I don't understand that. But um, anyway, well, he, he has a lot of knives. He has a lot of lives. Like he's um, usually like when he's. Is on this hottest seat. Like they usually win ten games or so, at least when they SEC East. So it's gonna like the SEC's up for grabs. I think a lot of people are picking Alabama just because of history and the fact that their defense looks as good. But I, I like yeah. Auburn. You know, in the West, in the East is a little bit um, more. You know, parity there. You know, Missouri's one of the past couple of years. Georgia is always Georgia is always the best team, but they they seem like they haven't won it the past couple of years and. You know, like I say, we talked about Tennessee and the talent they have, and those will be the only teams that I would pick to um, win the East. Florida is a little bit in transition. I think they're going to get to a bowl game, but that's really about it. I can't wait for all this to start, man. It's like it's still July. I'm sorry, my college football. I can't, I, I can't wait to monopolize my whole Saturdays every weekend. I can't wait for it. <laughs> yeah, the camp start up um, next month. Yeah, definitely. The, uh, they'll start it. They'll start camp early August. So. It, it'll be fun. Yeah, and, and there's still teams, it. and there's still teams out there like Georgia who haven't decided on a quarterback yet. So there's still a lot going yeah, it's on. A lot, it's of, a lot of competition. Ole a lot Miss. of competition. Yep. Ole Miss the same way. Uh, it's a lot of big time quarterback uh, competitions up there, so, especially in the SEC. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, what the teams look like. If they can find, I like Ole Miss, but again, it depends on the quarterback situation. Uh, Chad Kelly, if he's the guy. And he is good as he – a lot of people thought he was at Clemson before he got kicked out of school. He he could be the guy. And Ole Miss could be a sleeper once again. And, and, I, and I really hope Laquan struggles back to his old form, really. Uh, and that, that's yeah, and their defense is like talent. Like, like I say, that's the only big question I have with Ole Miss, the quarterback. Yeah, no, the defense yeah. is stats, skill position players, obviously Treadwell, their wide receiver. That, that's the old, That's it. That's the quarterback situation. Yeah. They can solve that, then – 
you know, it sounds easy, but if they can find a the quarterback, then I think they're going to be they're going to be in the midst of that West. You know, Arkansas is there as well. The West is going to be brutal. Like it's going to be you know, dog eat dog pretty much. All right, Swan, I appreciate you coming on today, man. I know you have family stuff going on right now, so enjoy the rest of your night. Tell everybody where they can find you, though. Ain't, ain't on me. I'm definitely going to hit you up, especially during football season and preseason. It's almost that time, man. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Antoine Staley. Um, I work at Popoy Insiders, Athlon Sports Now. I'm writing for them, a contributor there, um, the magazine and the website. And also you can find me at um, Sport Talk Florida as well. Look at you doing your thing. All right, so I appreciate it, buddy. All right, then you take care. Right, because 
the, at first when I when I listened to Two Chains, I was like, "What is this garbage?" I, I couldn't. I, I can't. <laughs> his his punchlines were corny. You know, his, his punchlines were the most corniest, simplest thing. And then I just kind of gave in to him. So I was like, you know what? I I don't even think he takes himself seriously anymore. You know, <laughs> and, right. And, right. and when I realized that, I appreciated it more. But then I hear guys like like and like um like Future. I actually just heard his album today. And I, I don't know. Everybody but me seems to love the Future album. I'm like, this is just garbage. Like, it, 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 like for me, like Future and Ray Shrummer, Ray Shrummer, they're like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, and and, and that's why I think the term, I think the heartthrob cheese feel is just getting old because I don't get it anymore. <laughs> right, right. See, now you said you don't listen to the radio, and I don't listen to the radio either. So. Mm-hmm. I that what used to happen to me before it don't happen anymore. Where like I'll be like, yo, oh my god, this shit sucks. But then they'll play it over and over on the radio, so then I'll give in. Like that doesn't happen to me anymore yeah. because I don't get yeah. the song burned into my head. So now I'm just like you. I I hear yo everybody in their mom's like, yo, you gotta listen to this future. The future's crazy. The future's crazy. <laughs> I go and I listen, and it's like you know what I mean. Uh, once again, a lot of the songs they sound the same. So I'm just like, yep. Maybe I'm missing something, but I but I won't knock him because I ain't gonna I ain't gonna front like Future had some bangers, you know what I mean? Like he put yep, out some bangers absolutely. that you can't deny. But as far as the new album, I yo I, I mean I I don't get it either. I don't get but, it. You know, <laughs> That's all it is. I, 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 I respect him. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, it's like and, and you're right though because you don't listen to radio so it doesn't see into your head like like it would. But it's like I also think right. that hip hop fans. Hip-hop fans aren't as aggressive as we used to be either because, I, I don't know, like, there's a point now in hip-hop where, like, everybody has to like the same thing all the time. And and that really annoys me. Like, I, I actually miss the Jay-Z nods of beef, you know, and, and, and like, when, when people stood on one side quietly. You know, like, nah, you know, you know your favorite app. You know, <laughs> like, everybody's yeah, yeah, scared yeah, to do that yeah. now. Everybody's scared to do that right now. And, and I'm annoyed with that because... It, it is the truth. Like hip hop got a little soft because it's more of a hippie thing than it was a thug thing. Would you agree with that? Yeah, uh, completely, one hundred percent. Now, it, it's it's tough when you get older as a hip hop fan because on the one hand, you know, you I would I would rather see all these dudes making music than out there doing some dumb shit, right? Like if you're gonna be out <laughs> saying, "Yo, I'm gonna be in the studio for the next seventeen hours," as opposed to just standing on a street corner. Okay, fine, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, that's the positive part. But the problem is, you probably should be doing something else with your time because you're not a musician. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not that good. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, you're putting in the work, but, yo, that doesn't mean that you're fucking nice. So it's, I, I respect that all of these dudes are trying to do something. Like, you know, they're, they're being positive and they're making money and they're staying off the streets or trying to make money. I get that. But it's just... I wish they would do it somewhere else because there's a lot of garbage out. It's just a lot of garbage. And you, you really, truly, like I said, you got to go in for your artists. And they're out there, like dope hip-hop artists. And I'm not one of those, yo, like it's all about the underground, all that shit. Like, it ain't that. It's yeah, yeah. Who, whether you're underground or you're trying to do commercial shit or you're trying to do somewhere in between or whatever you got going on, as long as your music is dope and I find it, I'm going to keep fucking with it. I don't care if you're on the ground or yeah. not. It's just as long as the music is dope. Who cares? But, that, but, that's why I've always told people since, yeah. since, since I was in high school, listen, I've always said that. I've always said, you know, I, I don't care if, if your music is pop, commercial, if it's hardcore. It just got to be good. You know, I, 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 don't, I don't care what, what your target audience is. Like, I just want to enjoy it. 
if I don't enjoy it, then I'm, I'm going to voice my opinion on it. But, but, but sure, we sure. get back to the general hip-hop talk. But I want to talk about EMA, what you guys do, because honestly, 100%. And, and I, I know you and me don't really know each other well, but I'm not the kind of person that sweats other people's work whatsoever. I'm so obnoxious, it's not even funny. I have a I have an ego problem. <laughs> I have a huge I have a huge ego. I, I really think who I am. But you guys though, I really credit you. And I want to talk about you and and the other guys on the show. It's you, Big Thurn. You pretty much you head up the whole show. You have Jay Boss and you have Rose who changes his name every week for whatever reason. And, and <laughs> I, 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 I don't oh, even I, 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 I kinda can't wait to hear the stupid thing. It looks like he just doesn't even put any thought into what he did. But it's funny, you know what's great about Rose though? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's great about Rose though? Yeah, I, yeah. I realize this every week. It's like he totally messes up your first segment when you do the social media shout outs. He totally just walks over yeah, you. Right. He doesn't care about shout right. Doesn't care. But he actually, his input on the culture itself is spot on. Like, I cannot. Yeah, yeah. Ro- Rose is usually, like, see, I'll be, here's the thing, you know, I'll be on the show and I'll be caught up in the moment. You know what I'm saying? And I'll be, um, I'll be, like, caught up in the argument. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, Maybe I've been sipping a little bit too much, you know what I'm saying? But um, I, that's what happens because I edit the show. Like, I'll edit the mm-hmm. show, so I'll go back and I'll have to hear the show and put in the beats and all that other shit, and I'll hear things that Rosé and Jay boss said that I didn't even catch while we were doing the show, and I'll be like, ooh, that's, a fucking, that's actually a good point, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, but during the show, yo, like, this this, this name-changing shit with, with Rosé, that shit was not planned. And that shit, yo, when when I'm, like, talking to him on the air, it's not a joke. I'm not like, oh, man, I can't wait for him to do the name change so I can go back and forth. I'm like, I'm, I'm waiting for him for the day where he just be like, yo, I'm Rose J, you know what I'm saying? And I'll be, I'll be like, perfect. Now we can move along with this segment and keep it going. But, yo, he's – and this, if he hears his interview, he's going to make it worse because, you know how, like, we got the – um uh so we got, like, a group meet. We got a, a group chat for EMA, so people who listen to the show – come and, like, cut it up in the group. And in the group okay. and, like, on Twitter and other places, people are telling him, like, oh, man, it's crazy the names he, he come up with. So now he's feeling himself, you know what I'm saying? So and to me, that shit ain't even going to stop no time soon. But I'm not going to – I'm never going to embrace it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm never going to be like, yo, all right, uh, Rose, what's your name today? Like, that's never going to happen, ever, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, you know, it's funny, you, you're, you're right, though, because it, it's like a gimmick that just – it, it shouldn't work, and it's worked for him. You know, it's a gimmick that should yeah. just annoy everybody, and we're out there, but it hasn't. <laughs> uh, 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 all you, all yeah. three of you guys from New York, you guys all grew up together or something? Like, you guys seem close. No, no, nah, 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 we're, we're all from New York. we all um all from the Bronx. Now, me and um, oh, me Rose too. Day, me too. What part of the Bronx are you from? From, um, well, I grew up in the South Bronx, but then I moved to the Northeast Bronx. I grew up. I grew up in the last top of the two train on on two forty first, right there. That's where I grew up. Yo, that's right. I meant to. I meant to ask you about that because I forgot where the fuck I saw the picture, but I saw the picture. Oh, on the, on the yeah, 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 on like, the Twitter thing. On the Twitter thing, yeah. Okay, that was on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah! Just fucking two line and the five line all day. You know what I'm saying? Fucking. <laughs> we, we're we're all from that. As a matter of fact, so you know about co op. Jay Boss is from co op. You know what I mean? Hey, and, um, I, actually, I actually got I actually got arrested there when I was like nineteen. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Good man. Shit, I actually good got arrested shit. there when I was nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 uh, that, it was it was my 
Foley stole charge. It was the closest I ever got to Thug Life. That was the closest I ever got. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you could have flipped that into like two or three songs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, so, so me and um, Rose, we're from, we're from, uh, like Rose is from Gun Hill. You know what I mean? Okay. And Bronxwood, and um, I lived in the Valley. And Jay Boss is from Co-op, but it's all the Bronx. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, oh, oh that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. So yeah, that's so awesome. so yeah, it's it's beautiful to 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 do the show with people that you you know what I mean grew up um, kicking it with. Yeah, and, and, you know what's so, funny? Yeah, I'm awesome. actually I'm actually thinking about taking this show that I do. I've been doing this show for about two years now. It's jumped on so many different networks. I'm thinking about doing a YouTube show, sports show with my friend Mike. But it's just it's so hard because it's like. And, and it, you need that chemistry, and you need it to be natural. Yeah, you, you don't want to script anything down. You just want it to be natural. When you get, and you got, you guys, you, you look like you just sit down in the studio and you just let it by. Yeah. Now, see, that's a that's that's interesting because that's how I view, and I know it's incorrectly. That's how I view other shows that I listen to because I don't see anything else. All I all I see slash hear is what the product that they put out. But you know as well as I know. Mad shit goes into producing the show. Just for that, that quick yep. 45 to, to an hour that you hear. And let me tell you something. The fact that there's three of us, each playing our roles, doing our thing, I tell people this shit all the time. Like, that serves a major, major purpose. Like, it's beautiful. The way mm-hmm. how um, Jay Boss handles the marketing, you know what I mean? Or I'm on the technical side and Rose handles the content, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's if, if I was doing this shit dolos, if I was by myself, I, I wouldn't be able to – we wouldn't be where we are now because we're experiencing a lot of success, and there's no way that I, I we would be where we are if it was just one of us working by ourselves. Like, this is a really, like – yo, we're well all machines, and I, and I, I love it. Like, I, I'm glad to be a part of the team, like, straight up. And, uh, whose idea was it to do the segment, the Yams of the Week? <laughs> so so there's some, there's, some, um, there's some history behind that because – you know how I said we got like a group. Uh, do you use group me or do you use any um group chatting um software? No. Alright, well we use group me. I know no, there's a whole bunch out there, but we use group me, we love group me. Now what our group me that we have is pretty much dedicated to the yams, you know what I'm saying? And that's all I'll go into about that. But now so um I think it was back on like show four or maybe five, I don't remember. That's where um I d I don't I don't know that I said it on the spot or maybe like the show before. Oh, okay. So maybe like the show before, after the show ended, I think I was like, yo, we need to do yams of the week. And then I was like, um, the next show I came up, I had a, I had a joint. And then I, I said, yo, all right. So every week we're going to do yams of the week. And that's just really how I came up. I came up with it um, after a show, I think. And I was like, yo, we need to put these joints out every week. Because, yo, there's just, there, even the popular joints on Instagram, some people don't know about because somebody will be like, yo, check this chick out right here who got like 1.5 million followers, and I've never heard of her before. You know what I mean? So it's, it's crazy. It, let me tell you, yeah. like, you know what I've been doing? Like, I, I realize I, I, I realize Instagram, when you follow an Instagram hoe, it's like marriage. Because after a while, you see her all the time, and you just get tired of her, and, and you, 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 you end up unfollowing her, and you follow you find a new hoe. I mean, that's what, that's what I've been doing. Because if you notice, all these girls, they end up taking the same pose. You know, they all take the same pose and whatnot. 
So it's like, and, you know, and it's funny because I, 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 I have no shame. Like, I'll, I'll show my girl. and like, look at this chick. She goes, oh, I got to follow her. I'm like, all right, that, 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 that chick right there with the yams of the week. You got to follow that chick. You know? <laughs> Yo, everything you're saying is crazy because um, I completely agree. You know what I'm saying? Now, now, here's a, here's a funny thing. So, like, last the other day we was getting ready to do another show, and um, I'm doing some, quote, research for Yams of the Week. You know what I mean? And uh, I come across this. I forgot her name. I, I got to find the uh, joint. I come across this one chick who, like, she's mad thick. She took a front shot and a back shot. And then a, a dude gets into the comments, and this dude goes, yo, um, what did he say? Yo, um, you're beautiful, but your pussy is mad fat. <laughs> like, yo, You know, if you read the comment section, you, you, you find funny dudes, and you find some of the lamest, thirstiest dudes on, on Instagram. Like, oh, you know, that. You see dudes that leaving their number, their actual phone number. Like, this girl with 2 million followers is going to call you. You know, like, dudes leave their number. Yeah, like, right. Yo, man. Yo, G, let me tell you something, yo. I do not get the comment section. When you talk about the funny dudes, yes. I'll be like, yo, these dudes yeah, are hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But then it, the, they beat them other dudes who say things like, I'm, I'm like, yo, wait a minute. What? What was he thinking right before he posted that shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, why, why the fuck would you say that? She's not going to, like like you said, she's not going to see a number and go, oh, hell yeah, I got to call this dude. You know what I mean? I don't even like the picture because why? It, it, it makes no sense to even like the picture. You know, it, it, yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. not a girl you're ever, you're ever gonna cross paths with. It, it's not like she's gonna text you like, "Oh, you like that one?" You know how these girls go on Instagram. Oh, you like that one, right? Because <laughs> girls is mad shady. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Can't even do that. Can't even do that. Um. Uh, actually, a couple more things before I let you go. Um, on, on this week's podcast, you were talking about the sophomore albums. You were talking about um, how artists are selling and sophomore albums, whatever. I got to tell you, the yeah. sophomore album for me that always goes underrated, and I, and I tell people this, is the Beanie Siegel album for reason. I think that's one of the most underrated oh. albums. Like, oh, man. hardcore. Love that album. Well, yo, like, now, I, I still listen to it. That, now, listen. Now, here's the thing about that. Like, I remember when I copped that album and I put that shit in and that first beat came on. I remember Ooh, that. Nothing like it. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 nothing like it. I remember that fucking, like it was yesterday. The way that beat sounds. Like, I can listen to that beat and don't even hear no words over it. But Beanie, Beanie did his thing. Now, I'm going to have to disagree because of that. I might have to go back and listen. But at that time, like, I couldn't get past Beanie's first joint. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, Beanie's mm. first Joint. Oh, the truth was nasty, it's too. Yeah, the truth was Yo, nasty. retarded to me. That shit is retarded to me. So I, I don't even... It's I, I might have to go back and listen. But for me, I'll, still, I'll I would wait, say wait, Beanie's wait, first joint over his second. Like, I tell people all the time, Beanie Siegel, Not For Nothing, was really consistent with his album. Because the third album, I like, too. The Becoming, third one, too. He, he had Feel It In The Air, nah, nah, that's Purple Rain. Like, 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 but Beanie's, Beanie, for a while, was one of the more consistent rappers that we had. And then, you know, the dynasty happened. Now, after the dynasty goes last year, that was the end of Beanie's reign. But, you know, I've always said that about Beanie. I thought he had one of the most underrated runs in hip-hop. You know, because it, it, and, and after he, nothing, he, he, and he kept it gutter. And he was one of the most gutter guys you would ever hear on the radio. Like, he's probably the last goon you heard on the radio. <laughs> you know, like, right, right. Yo, goon. 
Did you? Did yeah? Yeah, he was a fucking goon. Did you? Um, <laughs> I know you. I know you heard the um the Cosmic Kev Best of Beanie tape. I think that shit dropped before his official album came out. I know you heard that. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Co- yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, I, I copped it off of Okay, then you you want to talk about fucking like reckless shit? Like yo, Beans was on that tape talking mad greasy, yo, like stupid greasy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like trying to get indicted greasy. You know what I'm saying? Like yo, when, when Beans dropped, nah, that shit, yo, I fucked with that best of Beans tape, yo. That like out of out of all his albums and all the projects that he's put out, and I know it's unofficial, obviously, because it's a mixtape. My favorite yeah. body of work from Beans is is that is that um best of Beans tape. Like that shit. That was when I was, you know, was that, I think I was still smoking back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I was still smoking <laughs> and, back then. And, like, you know what I tell people? Like, because I have the utmost respect. I mean, I live in Yonkers now, you know, but, like, I, even before I, I moved here, like, in 2000, so it's like, you know, whatever. But, you know, I, right. I've always had the utmost respect for Jadakiss. I think Jadakiss, for me, for me, I always say top five, and then he kind of goes to top six, you know, Jadakiss, because he, he does stupid shit on the street. You know, but right. I don't think anybody really stirred Jada Kiss like Beanie Siegel did. Beanie Siegel talked about raping them, kicking his butt. Beanie went in on Jada. And I was like, whoa, yeah. Jada, you, you, you got to handle this one. Because I'm here thinking Jada got him, and Beanie came in like a bat out of hell and just gave it to Jada. Yo, now see, I can't remember specifically who I chose in that battle, but if I think hard, <laughs> I think I would have picked. I think I would have picked Jada simply because I felt like Jada was untouchable. I felt like it, it yeah. didn't matter what you said. I've been riding with Jada since day one. There's no way, even though I fucked with Beans, I'm like, yeah, there's no way he's going to, like, disrespect um, Jada and, like, it, it really go through. But, I, yo, I can't remember who I had in that battle. I, that's another one I have to go back and listen. That's actually a good pull. I, 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 think, I think Beanie won me over. With his response, because like I was, I didn't expect it. Like I really just like, like you know, like I'm one of those dudes who listens to Locks Family mixtape, you know, all the LOX test the test yeah. back music. Hell yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah, like, hell I'm yeah. like no one's touching Jada. I'm like no one's touching Jada. And Bean came in like he wanted to kill him, like legitimately. Like I was scared for Jada's life. When I heard that. Like, I was like, you just talked about raping you, Jada. Like I didn't come back to the guy who's gonna rape you, like. You can't go back yeah. to that. That's scary shit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that, oh, um, shit. So, so, something, else, something else I noticed on uh, I looked on your Twitter thing. You said you're a big uh, craft beer. You're, you're big into craft beer. Um, I was going to tell you, like, and this could seem like a cheap promotion on my part, but uh, over here in Yonkers, <laughs> okay, right, over here in Yonkers we have the Yonkers Brewing Company, though, and my, my, my friends, legit friends of mine, like, I play softball with them because I'm old. I play softball. I can't play real sports anymore. You know, I play softball with them. They, they yeah, yeah. own the, Yonker, the Yonkers Brewing Company out here, and, like, if you're ever in Yonkers, hit me up, and, you know, I'll take you over to the Yonkers Brewing Company. They always have, like, 12 beers on tap. You know, it's always like, and and the percentages range range from like four to like nine percent beers, like good stuff over there. Sort of nice. food there. So if, that, if if ever you're in the Yonkers area, you're into a craft beer, or whatever, let me know seriously. You know, because I go there hey, yeah, almost every fuck, two weeks or whatever. One hundred percent, I'm in, yo. You know what I'm saying? It's just been a minute since I've been. I think it's been like a couple years actually since I've been back to New York. But um, I'm in, yo. Matter of fact, you're the second person that told me about a brewery in New York that. I feel, I they're feel popping up all over the place. Because, they're popping um, up all over the place, man. Like you, 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 you yeah. can't go to any county and, and nobody has their own craft beer company there. But see, I didn't, I didn't know about that. But while I, while I was living in New York, you know what's crazy? 
if you was online the other day, did you see that um the the, the trending topic on Twitter about um you know you're from New York when? No, I didn't. <laughs> Yo, no, oh I didn't. god, I that's the, first of all. First of all, that shit was jokes, but at the same time, that shit was um mad nostalgic. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like, damn, yo, they're taking me back. But one of one of them shits was, yo, you know you're from New York when you don't go, and it was like naming other places in New York that other people get excited about, but you live in New York, you don't even go to them shits. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's the truth. Like that's the truth. Like I I I I grew up there, and I ain't know nothing about no fucking uh, breweries, and I came back a billion times, and I don't know nothing about no breweries. Now that I'm all settled in with a family and all that shit, now motherfuckers are pop up with breweries and all that. You know what I mean, but no, 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 I'm say, I never invented I never invented the Empire State Building. Like I don't I don't not take advantage of being in New York. I, I, exactly. I'm just exactly. exactly. I, I'm like I'm like it's exactly. there. Like, you know, it's there. I know it's there. You know. I mean, but but, but, yeah. then, but then you take shit like that for granted. The Twin Towers go down. You're like shit. Maybe I should have visited the Twin Towers. You know. Yeah, like, yeah, like, I like, I got fucking, to you. you yeah, 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 like, yeah. Maybe That's I should have went there. You know. Um, but, but before you go out, just want to do a quick thing, real quick. Um, on a What's scale that? of one to five, what, 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 where would you grade these following rappers? On just talent, overall, just talent, not not record sales, because because as you get older and you you you, you view hip hop, you really you care less about record sales. You care more about the talent, you know, the product they're giving you. So on a scale of one to five, five being the best, I'm a, I'm gonna name somebody and you give me the, the number they deserve, right? All right. All right, first one is French Montana. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, yo. Oh, okay, you know what? You know what? Point five, yo. I, I tell it. I, and, I, see, and, I, I, think you're, I, I think you're generous. I give him a two and a half because his, book, his books are good and his ad libs are clever. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, his exactly. Books are his exactly. Exactly. You know? so, All right. So, he, he can make a good um, somebody who I think is really underrated, and I'm going to give him a four. Uh, what do you think about King Los? Uh, um, mm. Okay. So, see, this that's why that word talent is, is fucked it up. All right, so I can't give him the same scale as, as uh, French. No. But I'm, I'm going to say four also. I just I, It's difficult to explain to somebody why. Los would only be 0.5 higher than French, even though he's lyrical as fuck. But that's why I think talent yeah. is way more than just, you know, you got to be able to spit some bars. So I'll, and, I'll but, give but, him a but, four. And, and you're right. And you're right. Cause, cause there's a reason why Los is that nasty, but he hasn't gone anywhere. You know, there's a reason right. why. Because he's lacking something else within that talent spectrum. Because he, he could spit, his flow, his lyrics, everything is on point. You know, it's added. Something is lacking. And I, I think it's a superstar quality. I think that's what's lacking with Los. He doesn't have a star quality, right. and you know, and, right. and French for some reason he's not the best looking dude in the world. He has star quality though. It's the way he pulls it off. You know, it's his swag. The way he pulls it off. Um, yo, man, that's, one, that's, that's that Bronx shit. Yeah, that's that Bronx shit right there. That know? is, that is. So, what, what do you <laughs> got, Big Sean? Uh, Big Sean. So, Big Sean is like a four point four per five, yo. He's up there. Yeah, I, up there. I, 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 I think I'll lean five. Yeah, and and, and yeah. I think Sean goes under the radar because he, he he see and Sean is a perfect example of someone who makes commercial music but he spits. You know, like he does it well. He can make that radio right. hit, but he's still spitting the whole time, and that's why I like Sean. Um, Kendrick right. Lamar, you're gonna be surprised. I'm not huge on Kendrick. I'm really and and I know that he's talent. 
I know he's talented. I know that he's lyrical. He's just not for me. He's just not for And honestly, I'll be, 100, I'll be 100 with you. The reason why he's not for me, I think if I was black, I may like him more. You know? <laughs> yeah, honestly, this is where Nas, Nas lost me a couple of years ago. I used to be huge as a Nas. And, like, after it was written, he kind of went pro-black. And it's like, as a Puerto Rican guy, it's like, it's cool, do your thing, but I, I can't blast that out of my car because I'm like an idiot. You know? So, Kendrick, I understand. You know, it's just not for me, Kendrick. Um, Kendrick, tell it. Uh, I'm going to give him the same as Sean. I'm going to give him that 4.5, and I'm going to say, like, Kendrick, Kendrick is extremely talented. Like, I, I don't yeah, yeah. even know how to, like, go any deeper than that. But the, the dude is super, super talented because he he makes the kind of music, and, and people need to keep making these kind of music. There's still a, a crew of people that make this kind of music where you – you don't just get it on that first round. You have to keep going back. It's like a, it's like a real thing that's going to last for a long time. He's very, very talented. I'm talking about his recent album. But before that, my yeah. favorite, um, Good Kid, Good Kid, Mad City, if, if, you, if you weren't blown away by that album and how talented he is and his ability to make music and spit shit, yeah, I, I don't know, man, because Kendrick is super talented. I'm still I'm giving that 4.5, that 4.5, still. All right, and and the last one, the last one name going out. Let me say, if you ever see me on Twitter or anything, I am the biggest Joe Budden fan probably ever. And I know, I, I know he's just uh, um, an emo rapper, pretty much. You know, yeah, he wants yeah. to find records. But let me say, that is my shit. I, I am all about mood music, all about all about Budden. But for me, I mean, I won't give him the five because obviously. Something's missing. He has a one-hit wonder that 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 tag is always going to follow his whole career. But Button is right four and a half, though. Ah oh, man. So here's the thing. So so you pretty much said it for me. He is the the most emo the one-hit rapper wonder. Ever. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just way too emo for me. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing about Joe. Here's the thing about Joe. Like he can he can make an album that I would say. I, no, I'm sorry. He can make an album that other people would be like, yo, this shit is dope. And I'd be like, yo, all right, well, let me go fuck with it. I'll go listen, and I might get, like, three songs in. You know what I'm saying? It's just too much of what Joe <laughs> Button does. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't have too much of that to pause. You know what I'm saying? I can't have him going like that on every single track. Like, it, it, it wears me down, you know? I can't deal with it. You know what I'm saying? So, kind of, I'm going to give him a uh, – I could give him that for four – Four, the three six, and a half, you know. four uh, range. No, nah, no, nah, I'm, I'm gonna give him the four. I want to say four point six, but I don't want to make it sound like I'm saying he's better than. You know what? No, I can't do that. I can't do that. Four, <laughs> you can't do that. Four, you three, know, four three, four three. I'm gonna give him a four point six. And I, I, I think I like Button because, like, I mean, because I'm one of those rappers who never made it, and like, and and I think I never made it because all my songs are like Joe Button. All my songs are about. Oh, okay. Oh, my life sucks. This girl is this. Everybody's like, I want to hear this. Especially at the time where that was like when Fatalist was popping and people just wanted to dance. Like, I want to talk about some deep shit. Nobody cares. So that's why I'm here. You know? Yeah, man. <laughs> that's why I'm doing this podcast. Oh, but uh, thanks, sir, man. man. It's been great. We're going to do it again. Uh, I hope, hope we can do it again, man. Uh, uh, t- tell everybody once again about EMA, where they can find the website, and what, 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 what time you guys put up the podcast online. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. So let me get on my Jay Boss shit real quick. If I can go to um, emaradio.com, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you can find us on Facebook at, excuse my ad lib, we're on Twitter, EMA underscore radio one. We're on um, uh, Instagram, EMA underscore radio. And, and I'm on Twitter at EMA underscore therm, and Jay Boss is at um, EMA underscore Jay Boss. And, and, but outside of all of that, just go to emaradio.com and know. Every single Wednesday, without question, you're going to see a new episode come up from us. And, and I'm glad you said what you said at the beginning of this because that's, that's who we make that show for. We originally set out to talk to people who were getting up there in cage and you don't got time to sitting around and, and, and combing through the Internet to see what the fuck is going on. So why not be able to plug your shit up and just get a, round, a weekly roundup of what has happened um, over the week uh, of hip-hop? You could do this. You don't got to sit down and comb through the blogs. You can do this shit while you wash dishes or something. You know what I'm saying? Like you can, exactly. I'm saying I, 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 I have to drive to Long Island every day for work, and, and that's why I listen to it. I listen to it on my drive back home or my drive to Long Island. That's how I do it, man. No, but I really appreciate right. you. And, 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 and now that I know that so y'all are Bronx dudes, too, yeah, y'all got my 100% support going forward. Yeah, we all Bronx dudes. Yeah, that's Somebody got to come up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yo, hey, yo, we, you gotta come on the show too. You gotta come on the show. We gotta get you on the show to do like, um, like what we know, what we normally do is like have somebody on for an interview and for like a, a sit-in, like via a fourth mic while we doing it. So, yeah, um, hopefully by next show, by next show we can have you on. You know what I'm saying? It was good doing yeah, it. it yeah, man, yeah, you, you got my contact information, man. Just hit me up. Definitely, yo. All right, man. Have a great night, sir. Thanks for coming on, bro. Saturday morning, yes. I ain't gotta work. Last night's show sold a lot of merch. Bad bitch in my bed, so I ain't got a jerk. Forbes list caught me, so it's hard to make the dollar hurt. All we need is good green and some blue. Five to one, so it's guaranteed you can do you. Still keep the heater just in case we have a boo boo. Kansas City natives, and we are a little cuckoo. This is the type of shit to make the hood go crazy. On the interstate doing 180. <laughs> she said, do it for me, baby. Took a double shot and then we all went crazy. White girls go crazy. Black girls go crazy. College girls go crazy. This is the type of shit to make the hood go crazy. So much liquor, I never spared that kitchen. Keep it so I usually have a pair that's kissing. And I'm lifted on purple hair that's bitching. Now that's what I call a fucking air technician. Down there, they got the hair that's missing. Keep it bare. I promise I never tear that kitchen. I'm aware sex hitting is the care when I share that sticking. So good, I might impair that vision. So I dip in, then dip off. Look for another chick, then they pissed off. Till I give them another split, then they lift off. Party is the mission. I did cross three thick friends. We mix in these licks when they big friend when I lip off. So I told her calmly get lost, bitch This my place and this way to turn up the trip off Shit! This the type of shit to make the hood go crazy On the interstate doing 180 <laughs> She said do it for me, baby Took a double shot and then we all went crazy White girls go crazy Black girls go crazy College girls go crazy This the type of shit to make the hood go crazy Yeah, you my prototype My fourth foreign car was a Porsche photo white Cooler than a polar bear and a bowl of ice With a rain mirror to the game Had them throwing rice Wait a minute, put my finger on her I'm trying to knock her up, I'm trying to put a singer on her So I can do a banger with her I get brain for 
dinner. I don't need a pretender for contender. Thank God for strippers. High top with zippers. Hard ass some nipples. All the shit I do is straight off the temple. Trying to squeeze it into my schedule. It's like a pimple. Tell that poodle don't mess around with them pit bulls. This type of shit to make the hood go crazy. On the interstate doing 180. <laughs> she said, do it for me, baby. Took a double shot and then we all went crazy. White girls go crazy. Black girls go crazy. College girls go crazy. This is the type of shit to make the hood go crazy. This the ending from the nine. Grind them bitches from behind. If you way drunk off the yak, spit it up, spit it up, spit it up. This can't city, shit's ran gritty. In the summertime, the chicks be damn pretty. Born in the projects, then to the veal. Then I did a deal with Travis and made meals. This is celebration, this is elevation. Me and my delegation got niggas hella hating. This is not a house regime, rogue dog, and it's all strange music. Winners can't lose it unless everybody got their hands up like. Go crazy in the mode. This the type of shit to make the hood go crazy. On the interstate doing 180. <laughs> She said, do it for me, baby. Took a double shot and then we all went crazy. White girls go crazy. Black girls go crazy. College girls go crazy. This the type of shit to make the hood go crazy. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.